0: Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, committed to helping families across America pursue their college savings goals on the web at putnam.com slash 529. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Interesting day today. Two big economic speeches on the calendar, one by a guy who can change things, the other by a guy who maybe can't. The president and the chairman of the Fed were the two, but which one is which? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Ally Bank, offering pop money, a way to pay other people online by sending an email or text. Learn more at AllyBank.com. And by CenturyLink, a new kind of broadband company linking Americans coast to coast with consistently fast speeds and personal service. More at CenturyLink.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. It's Thursday, today, the 8th of September. Good, as always, to have you with us. In a week heavy with news of jobs and the economy, this is, you could fairly say, the political day. There's the president's speech tonight, of course, and the Fed chairman's speech this afternoon was about as pointed as you're ever going to hear a central banker again. So as we continue with the breakdown, our economy one step at a time, what political Washington has to say about a key economic problem— this evening, the president's going to ask Congress to approve an emergency program of tax cuts and government spending aimed at creating jobs just as fast as possible. Washington Bureau Chief John Dimsdale starts our coverage.
1: Obama's roughly $300 billion plan is his second try at stimulating the economy. Back in 2009, he spent nearly $800 billion. This time, the tax cuts and spending are more targeted. For example, extending benefits for the unemployed. Princeton professor Betsy Stevenson says every dollar given to jobless workers generates two dollars of economic activity. You give someone who's unemployed a dollar, they go out and buy some groceries with that dollar. And the money that's paid to the grocer with that dollar then gets used to pay wages to their worker. That worker goes out and purchases perhaps gas. It's that on and on and on as that dollar moves through the economy that generates the $2 in economic activity. Another significant part of the plan will extend a payroll tax cut for workers and give a new one to employers who hire. But Bruce Bartlett, a former economic advisor to Republican presidents, says those tax cuts are likely to be saved, not spent. The payroll tax cut goes uh, only to people who have jobs, who by and large are doing pretty well as compared to the unemployed. So I think you're, you're getting very little bang for the buck there. The president will also propose funding more infrastructure projects that offer longer-term financial benefits for transportation and education. And finally, there'll be significant aid to local governments to keep teachers and police on the payroll. Bartlett says they're being laid off by the hundreds of thousands. The main impact there will not be so much to create new jobs as to prevent jobs from, from disappearing. Will $300 billion in spending and tax breaks be enough? Betsy Stevenson would like to see more, but she figures that's all the president can get. He's not someone who's going to go up there and talk pie in the sky on something that would, no, no Republican would ever agree to. I expect to see something that will be extraordinarily bipartisan. I don't think we can do more in the current climate. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. Ben Bernanke went to
0: Minneapolis today for his speech. It was yet another chance for economists and investors and business journalists to read the tea leaves and get a sense of what the Fed chairman's thinking. Because of the two, the president and Ben Bernanke, Bernanke's the guy who's going to have an easier time actually getting something done. Marketplace's David Gurra reports. When the Fed chairman speaks, there's no shortage of scintillating sound bites.
1: In addition to refining our forward guidance, the Federal Reserve has a range of tools that could be used to provide additional monetary stimulus.
0: That's Ben Bernanke all but saying the Fed could intervene in the economy some more. Economists say the Federal Reserve might do something more radical to get money circulating. Economist Kevin Jakes teaches at Baldwin-Wallace College. The Federal Reserve would start to buy more and more long-term bonds, 10, 20, 30-year bonds. And it would start to sell off short-term bonds. What that would
1: do is drive bond prices up and push those interest rates down.
0: Below the really, really low rates we have right now. Dean Mackey is chief U.S. economist at Barclays Capital. He says then investors might move into stocks.
1: Presumably that. Would-